Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She's Up Podcast with Kanina Adams. I am a mother of five to some amazingly dope children, and I am a wife of 20 years to my best friend and the most amazing man that I know, y'all. I have worn many hats, from stay-at-home mom to business owner, nonprofit founder and director, adjunct college professor, author, communications coordinator for the University of Tennessee, and the list goes on. But with all of that, there were times in my life when I felt completely stuck. But she's up. (laughs) One of the things that I am most passionate about is effective, organic, healthy conversations and communication. As someone who was deemed as the trailblazer in my family, being able to navigate in various places and spaces is something I've had to master, meaning I had to pull up my bootstraps and get up and be everything I was created to be in all areas of life. And you know what? I know it's not just about me. I know that it's so much bigger than me. So join me for some amazing talks. And you may find out that we don't view or see the world the same way, and that's okay. But what we can do is listen, learn, and possibly see the world through a different set of lens. Ladies, let's talk. I am so excited for today's episode. Um, I have the pleasure of having my daughter, Kaylin. Um, She's done a lot of work with her mama over the years, um, probably since she was little, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so probably since she was little, I've had kids. Work like, is the word. Yeah, like from ministry to even things that I've done like career-wise, Caitlin has either come along with me, been in the kitchen cooking. She's been like five, six years old, like literally shadowing me doing stuff since she was very, very young. So I like to include her in very important moments. And she's an adult now. Like she literally has wisdom to share, y'all. <laughs> So I am excited, always excited to just have her alongside of me. But today we also have her friend and I don't want to just say your friend, but a sister in Christ. We're, I mean, I'm older than you, but I mean, you still have wisdom as well. But you look at me as like, I don't know, I think the bigger one. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, just kind of how you reference me sometimes. But um, I think both of you in so many ways are still my equal because there's things that I gleaned from Kaylin, even though she's my daughter and she helps me a lot. And we'll talk about some of that um, as we get deeper into this conversation. So Turquoise, we are so happy to have you with <laughs> us today <laughs> as well. And I want this conversation to be like really like candid. I want us to really just be honest and open. We are in a new year, and uh, yes, happy new year I'm again. excited. Jordan year, y'all. Woo-hoo. Jordan year? Yeah, 23. 23. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, even. The generation gap, y'all. Yeah, yeah clearly. <laughs> but anywho. But success. Yes, no, I agree. I agree. And those are some of the things that we're going to talk about today and what that actually looks like. Because um, a lot of times you hear new year new me all of these slogans and all these rhymes and if i be honest i have never really been into it um i just really like to really kind of like just get in a place to say okay what is it that i should be doing and then like having those reflective moments of either what i can improve on or even sometimes eliminate and that's really what we're going to focus on for this conversation today is just talking about the things in our lives that we had you know, maybe at one point been very extremely excited about, or maybe there were things that, you know, situations, circumstances that we didn't have any control over and how do we get out of those things, right? And so I titled it Unstuck because, you know, not because it's cliche, but simply because 
being stuck is a real thing. And, you know, when you're stuck, whether it's spiritually, emotionally, um, whatever the case may be, it literally hinders your future. And so I want us to just have a candid conversation about what that has looked like, um, especially for women, you know, in general, because I think we are very unique beings um, by design. God made us that way. But sometimes I think we get lost in the sauce, especially in society, because we have these expectations and, you know, these all of these things, these pressures that we deal with, and when we step out and actually be who we're called to be, um, we can kind of go against the grain. You know, I don't wanna say kind of, we do go against the grain when we say, okay, I'm gonna be everything that I was placed on this earth to be. And then we find out that, hey, wait a minute, it's not what I thought it was gonna be. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I thought everybody would be you know, rooting me on, or I thought I would have this huge level of support, or I thought, whatever we thought, sometimes we we define success based off of the response of others, opposed to actually saying, okay, this is the path that God placed me on. This is what, you know, if I desire to do X, Y, Z, there are certain things that I have to do and position myself to be in. And that will look different relationally. That will look different who I connect with, from this point on and I think sometimes we would rather just stay comfortable mm -hmm. and so being stuck sometimes looks like being in a relationship that we should have gotten out of sometimes being stuck is like I'm not going to take the exam you know because what if I actually pass this ex exam and what if I actually get the job that I want now I'm dealing with imposter syndrome right <laughs> because now I'm like okay I'm here I made it the prayer has been answered. I've done the work, but now I'm afraid yeah. of actually being that thing. Yes. And so stuff can look That's like, yeah. it can look different. And yeah. so I think sometimes we just think new here, new me, ah, everybody rock their new outfits. We're all looking good. And we like, you know, my husband, you know, he goes to the gym faithfully and has been our entire, well, there's a part where he didn't go to the gym. <laughs> I don't want to lie on the podcast. There was a, a, a space where he wasn't as hungry for the gym but he's been very consistent for years and he tells me all the time he says you know I hate the beginning of the year he said because we get all these people who flood in everybody is hyped they pumped they taking over our machines I said y'all machines they're there for everybody right. he said no there are machines you want to know why he said because it's almost like I can like time it out mm. by the end of January mm. trickling into like beginning mid-February they're gone mm. these people are nowhere to be found so it's like you just wasted our time. We could have been using those, you know, yeah. that different machinery and you prolong my workout because I'm waiting on you knowing that you're not even going to be consistent and wow. stick it out. And so being stuck can just look different, like for different folks. And so I want to hear y'all's perspective. Y'all already didn't kind of shaded me with the generation gap. Like the Jordan year, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, what the heck is that? <laughs> no shade. Right. So I want to hear like, y'all's perspective because <clears throat> essentially you know being stuck just mean it can look like being in something that's not productive um it could like i just explained it could it could really manifest in so many um different ways so what are some things that you guys can reflect on i mean it doesn't even necessarily have to be um 2022 just in general and what did you do to kind of like detach yourself from that thing like what did that look like what were some real emotions and some real 
um, actionable items that you had to like look at and say, these are things that I have to do. Because we live in a world, especially social media, where we're all gurus if we just put the right content out, right? Not mm-hmm. really, but I'm being really being sarcastic. But we can all put out great content, but yeah. the real work happens when no one is looking. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? You know, because we have a few, I mean, like, there's an age gap between my daughter and I, there's an age gap between Turquoise and I. So I think we all can kind of view this through various lenses you know what I mean so I don't think there's any bias here we can kind of like cover all generations well not all of them but the ones that are running the world right now for the most part so what would y'all say I think I look back at certain situations like where I was actually stuck and it was really the I figured out it was stuck because I just wanted to be in a space of certainty Mm-hmm. I wasn't okay mm-hmm. with sitting in a space of uncertainty, especially when it came to relationally. <clears throat> I'm like, man, I should be hitting all these benchmarks at this age bracket. I feel like this will just make my life come full circle and complete if if I get married. But it was really that I didn't really have the the faith component. And so when it doesn't work out, it's like how you were saying, it's like you almost have like a you do have an imposter syndrome or you start to question yourself when really it was just that you were never even supposed to make that decision to begin with. Mm -hmm. You just wanted to grasp on something that was certain because I feel like we as humans don't like moving in the unknown. And if we can just grab something in our future, it's kind of like when, you know, everybody is doing these um, resolutions and stuff. It's like something you can grasp, but like a portion of it too is uncontrollable. Yeah. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. almost like you, you certain areas you don't even really tap into because it's like, it unveils that you really lack faith in certain areas because Mm -hmm. you want something to be secure Mm -hmm. so bad that you're willing to almost compromise Mm -hmm. just because it's, It seems solid, but it's Mm -hmm. not really solid. So you're stuck, in essence, is being stuck in a state of wanting to have control over what Mm. your narrative is going to look like. Yes. And so I love that you mentioned that because, again, stuck looks different for everybody. But somebody else would say, you know, well, that's not being stuck. You know, that's just a good planner. You know, I'm just especially y'all's generation. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We're going to be our own people we're going to control our lives and you know and to to an extent yeah and we know faith without works is dead so there has to be some action behind it but the point that you made sometimes we take that work part to a whole nother level and we completely exclude god and say hey i don't need your help in this you know Mm -hmm. i'm going to figure this out myself i can do this and then when it doesn't work i go oh wait a minute god i think i need your help and so we can be stuck in that you know, that kind of self-sufficiency and not even intentionally. Yeah. So I don't think, you know, and I want to clarify that. I don't think a lot of people do it because they have a, a, a heart to like not include God, 
But because we are intellectual beings, knowledge is readily available. We can go online and just about Google and, and research anything. Right. And so sometimes we think we're more powerful than we are until real yes. life happens, such as relationships, because you're dealing with real issues, real people. You have to make real decisions. Yeah. Kind of the things that I said, we can post about relationships on social media all day. Yes. But when it's time to actually do the Put work, the work yes. it's like, oh, wait a minute, like... We have to talk about finances. We have to talk about money. Wait, are we even really compatible? You're just a fun person. We look good on pictures, but uh, I'm really not feeling you. (laughs) You made even a PowerPoint because you a powerful point because you said earlier in the podcast how sometimes we can have this warped view of what success really is, whereas what godly success is. So here I am doing these things, and maybe I am getting the traction. Maybe my flesh does feel good in this relationship because I have a sense of understanding of the whole thing mm-hmm. but really in the spirit realm you're stuck mm-hmm. you're actually not moving because you're not moving in obedience you're moving like you said off of your works mm-hmm. and that's something if you just work the principle mm-hmm. you're gonna see the fruit of it but yeah. what if it's false fruit mm-hmm. so and i and, 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 and i want you to tap into turquoise but here's another thing i want to add to that that i think is really important to highlight as well what I know just from life experience or whatever you want to call it um when you start that way in anything whether it's a relationship a job when it's um a performance type of thing (sighs) you get worn out quick and then you have to perform over and over again and then you're like oh they were married for 40 years and they walked away they were tired of performing yeah oh she had the greatest job and they had and it's just like to your point it was done from a you know if we can be honest it was kind of self-centered because we wanted to secure and i've been in those situations i think we all have been whether it's a relationship or a career choice just whatever it is we've all been in that on that hamster wheel should i say where we're just trying to like I can make this happen. And perhaps, to your point, you can satisfy your flesh to a certain degree where it's like, yes, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. But the thing about, you know, humans, we're never satisfied. Mm-hmm. It's like once we get it, and it's like, okay, the what's the next thing? thing? I need yeah. another high that, okay, I'm, that doesn't stimulate me anymore. And when it's done in purpose and when it's done, you know, purposefully, we tend to actually go at a pace that we were ordained to go at and then we don't get burnt out quick we know when to fall back and that takes humility that Mm -hmm. takes being okay with like i mentioned earlier i mean earlier excuse me not fitting the mold you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because Mm -hmm. society now is i feel like it's just so like anxiety driven for various reasons but everything is i need it now i got to have it now and we can say one thing, but behind the scenes, it's like, I can't even sit with my thoughts for 10 minutes because, you know, they're racing all over the place. Oh, I'm going to go cook dinner. Nope. I'm going to go work out. Nope. I'm gonna... It's just like, we're just overstimulated and we haven't taken the time to say, wait a minute, we are like stuck and glued to all these different things. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to make 15,000 choices at once. And our brain is not even wired to do that. Yeah. So being unstuck, y'all, is, I mean, it can look crazy it can look wild I mean it's just a lot of things that it entails and so I just really wanted you guys to just kind of share like some of your experiences so turquoise what would you say what would you add to what we've already said as it relates to like stuck versus being you know unstuck and what that looked like for you I mean whatever you feel compelled and you know comfortable sharing 
so I would say there's a few different things that I could think about, but specifically was um, cycles, like cycles mm-hmm. of self-works mm-hmm. and people-pleasing. Mm-hmm. And coming from a militant and strict background and household, <clears throat> it, has, it hasn't been that way in a long time, but it made me and kind of groomed me into being a people-pleaser naturally by nature. And I'm this last year in 2022 it really helped me to understand that i can have relationships in different seasons and them exiting specific seasons is okay Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be malice it doesn't have to be you know ill will towards the other person it can be still love and Mm -hmm. i've never had that before i've always had people kind of just abruptly in my eyes at least from Mm -hmm. my view they abruptly leave Mm -hmm. and I'm then in offense or I'm sad or brokenhearted and being stuck in that mindset of like you know always looking at the world with a I guess a perverted lens Mm -hmm. a rose uh what is it rose colored like lenses Mm -hmm. and kind of having like a view of I wasn't good enough and healing from that but always constantly being because you know there's relationships all throughout life there's business relationships there's platonic relationships opposite sex relationships um but just kind of like navigating through that and not being stuck to the idea of they have to stay there forever like understanding that they I can grow in different paths and still be cordial you know what I mean like and understanding that we all have a place in this earth somehow some way and the like like the saying is uh people are in your life for a reason season or a lifetime and not being stuck to the idea of people being that same person that they were when they first entered my life mm-hmm. and allowing them the chance to grow and i i mm-hmm. kind of got that before 2022 but it was the healing process of 2022 that really the wounds that I thought was healing in 2021, 2022 unmasked some of those wounds and really like it was like Neurosporin that was placed on those wounds to really help them heal properly because there was a lot of resentment or um, just le- not even resentment, just leaving a conversation or a situation um, with residue. And whether it was on their end or on my end, even if I meant the best intention, there was still something there. And I, and almost to the point where I felt like, well, there was never closure or I didn't do this right. And knowing that now knowing that in some situations there doesn't have to be closure and closure looks different for different people. So understanding also that like there's a time and place for people and there's categories for people, you know, and you don't have to be stuck to the idea of where they first entered in like you can release them and put them in a different category later on down the line Mm -hmm. they don't have to stay friends that they were friends five years ago they can be now acquaintances because you've grown into a different person or they can be now business partners you know and just kind of learning how to navigate through that and balancing that in my own life so that it's healthy for them and also healthy for myself and I don't know if you guys notice the going thing here. It's relationships. Because literally anything you do in life, it takes people. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And we can say, well, we're just going to talk about business. Well, we're going to talk about people. Yeah. You know. So it really doesn't matter where we land in this conversation. We're talking about relationships and being, you know, in a situation or a circumstance where you feel stuck, whether it's 
you know, career-wise or it's in a, you know, romantic relationship, whatever the case may be, there's this level of undoing and unlearning that has to take place in our minds first. Um, And I think that's very powerful, even what you said in terms of like being able to process that in a way where you can now recategorize yeah. these different relationships and some of them may not even have a category exactly. <laughs> and that is okay as yeah. well and I think that's where maturity um, will come in especially for women we're very emotional beings mm-hmm. <laughs> by nature right we were created that way we are nurturers we feel yeah. we see we sense sometimes I want to turn it off I'm just like look I <laughs> you know I do not want to feel <laughs> see anything right out I just want to just be but God made us that way intentionally. And I think navigating through that in a healthy way is the real challenge. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Especially when you feel and you see deeply. Yeah. And that can be a challenge in and of itself because when you feel, you know, disrespected or crossed by someone, um, I can speak for myself. I'm a very vocal person. I'm laid back. I always tell people when they say, what's your personality? I say, I'm an ambivert, which basically means I can be extroverted when I need to be. But that introverted side of me is kind of what I own. That's why I write. That's why I do the things that I do for a living because it's my comfort. Yeah. I can do those things in my sleep. But if I have to stand up and talk in front of a crowd of people, I just zone out and I just do what needs to be done. Um, But all of that to say, I think because I'm such a very um, straightforward personality type, um, my challenge is when I see something actually allowing that process to happen and that's something that I've learned just in my friendships relationships in general and there's been times where I've seen things very early on Mm. and literally because I am a woman of faith you know I would go and pray and I would feel strongly compelled by God to not say anything yet and I'm like but you've already showed me who this individual is and God would say no um, this is not the time to confront. This is not the time to even break off the the relationship or the connection yet. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? But, you know, when I look back, it, it's just God showing mercy um, towards the person. Because, you know, what if my presence in their life, perhaps they did change in that space. But then the flip side of that, God was also teaching me how to be merciful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how to actually show grace and but when the time was up oh when he said go oh it was was clear yeah (laughs) it was very clear and so sometimes I would question and be like why couldn't I just end this friendship then I you know I already knew this person was dishonest I already knew this person had ulterior motives I already knew this person didn't have my best interest at heart and then through that you know I've learned and and that doesn't just happen with friendships that happens in romantic relationships that happens in um I mean I've been married for a very long time so I haven't had some of the you know, experiences I used to have as a young woman. So those things aren't um, part of what I, you know, experience. Obviously, any marriage or relationship has its own set of things that you have to deal with. But that part isn't it. However, it still shows up in other areas of your life. So now I still have to deal with people, right? Mm-hmm. In a, you know, quote unquote, intimate setting, whether it's you have to know your coworkers. Yeah. You can't just go in and hide in a corner and just do your work you know that's not gonna work so you have to be a people person in some sense in your you know in your workspace if you're a person who you know a person of faith in your church whatever have you you have to be connected and work with people so 
these lessons are constantly like being presented to us these opportunities should I say for us to just you know really work through that whole relational part but that can get tricky when you say in terms of like the stuck versus unstuck because particularly too in faith communities where you're encouraged to show mercy and to show grace and to be the loving person you know that God created you to be but then you have to you you know really see God on how to either exit something or create the the proper boundary and so that's something I think that particularly us as women all of us are women of faith um Mm -hmm. I think that's something we we will probably just forever deal with in terms of like asking God to okay where is the boundary because being a person of faith doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, being a person of faith sure. doesn't mean that you don't say no. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think those are areas that we have to really, for me, this year, you know, not just this year, but it's a new year. And these are things that come next at the end of this year when we're about to head into 2024. I don't want to be like, oh, man, I should have did xyz you know i don't want to just be doing podcasts we talking about stuff and it's like oh yeah that was good but then i go to work and i'm like i cannot stand sally (laughs) oh my god she you know what i mean i really want to be able to work with sally there's not a sally at my job y'all so just (laughs) fyi (laughs) um but i want to be able to actually you know be able to really implement these principles that i teach and believe myself you know i can't teach students and work in a place where I literally communicate for a living but when it's time for me to actually do the work I'm like no I'm just gonna stay here because it's comfortable and that's a whole nother topic comfortability is being stuck I was just gonna say something in regards to that because I think it's harder to come into contact with genuine people because if both people are evolving it is forcing you to see yourself and do the yes. work. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are in a work setting or you are in a setting where you can kind of shift out of the environment or you could just drop a relationship that you don't care about, or if you just don't want to do the work, mm-hmm. it's like you can just keep leaving it yes. because you actually don't want to go through the process of yourself being revealed. Mm-hmm. And so you run away from genuine people. But it's also a lack of commitment. It shows, yeah. like like you said, it's a mirror within yourself, but it's showing like you're actually afraid of attachment. And honestly, yes, we shouldn't be attached to people. We should never really have that much of a uh, codependency on anyone, right? But God, but there is some type of community and fellowship that has to be had in order for you to be transformed in your life, to grow, to see yourself in a better light. You need people around you that are going to uplift you. So I think that recognizing that and being self-aware a lot of people aren't self-aware they don't even know they're just oblivious to it because they don't have accountability partners they don't have Mm -hmm. people in their corner they have yes men in their corner they don't have anyone helping them get unstuck Mm -hmm. i mean well yeah helping them get unstuck so i think it's finding that balance and 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 just doing the hard work like you said like really Mm -hmm. putting in the work and that is taking time to maybe reflect to be alone (laughs) like Mm -hmm. to be by yourself and then go to the small group go to that event go to that business uh class whatever to cultivate those friendships but 
helping and constantly working on not being offended when someone counteracts what you're saying or agrees to disagree with what you're saying to understand hey that's it's okay to have different opinions it's okay to assess situations and not agree on that um and not be offended by Mm -hmm. that because we're all strong women and i think like two or three or more like i think that that just builds a team of greatness like Mm -hmm. we all are powerhouses in our own ways and we're not intimidated or Mm -hmm. offended by one another's thoughts or processes and people i think are starting to come out of that which is great but it takes like you said work Mm -hmm. it takes diligence it takes discipline it takes not just having a resolution like you said at the beginning of the year but knowing what those first 21 days look like and another 21 days and making that a process of habit and being a creature of habit because honestly believe it or not we thrive in in habits healthy habits to help us get out of the bad habits Mm -hmm. but yeah let me not ramble no no (laughs) i think it's good i mean because even in a i think and i i say this a lot and i've said this for years i really believe that ministry starts in your home and you know whether you're married or not I think even as a single person what you desire I think you need to also reflect that you can't have some high expectation of something that you're not working on as a single individual and then you come into a a relationship and you expect things to be a certain way and you haven't even done the work on yourself like I just think that's so and and I I don't know I've always had an issue with women that have lists but I also wonder in their mind do they ever think that a man also has his own list Mm -hmm. so I think you have just you want someone faithful so does he Mm -hmm. you want someone who handles their business so does he you know and so I think these are things that we need to consider so that when we enter into these type of relationships that we can have those opportunities and those growth moments and the same thing with um a job like yeah you can quit a job but you're still gonna have to go to another job mm-hmm. you know and even people yeah. who say well I work for myself well who are your 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 clients mm-hmm. or they're people yeah so you're still gonna have to deal with people yeah. and I think once we get in that mode of just being uncomfortable I mean I don't think you ever just get excited to have you know a debate or get ex- I mean well some folks some but of us. <laughs> some of us, I mean I do have a roar inside of me so sometimes like Kayla we will, can debate yeah me yes. and Kayla and I was going to talk about that and um like in a family like some families you just don't talk like yeah. especially old school families and I had some of that a little bit of that um when my oldest two were younger but even just raising a strong daughter, you know, and then even my 11 year old, I think she is even more like outspoken than Kaylin ever was at her age. And so I can't imagine what she's going to be like when she's 25, you know, like, so she's all, she's very like a very independent thinker, but even Kaylin and I, like, I'm still mom. So I'm still going to use that mom perspective, but then also I have to treat her like a woman because she is a woman making Mm -hmm. her own decisions. And that can get, you know, gray sometimes. <clears throat> but the beautiful thing that I've learned in doing this, the, the, the work on myself is that when my kids make whatever decisions, whether I agree with them, disagree with them, whatever life brings them, I've done a lot of work. And when I mean, and I mean, it's a lot of work because it took a lot of intentionality, took a lot of deep soul searching to find who I am mm. so that like my kids are my life but they're not if that makes sense my husband is my life but he's not and I think when you get to that place um you don't arrive 
it's just a point where you're process. willing to just rework that process yeah. and make that decision daily like okay this is what I'm doing today this is what I'm going to decide to do today you know for the betterment of myself my family so on and so forth so I think when you get to that point that's back to the whole mentality thing like because being stuck it, it starts in the mind anyways yeah, we, true. it's a mindset so um, I don't know how the quote goes verbatim but it's something to the effect of your life is the sum total of the decisions and the thoughts yes. and your decisions and your thoughts and so I believe that you know it, it starts here first it starts in your thoughts so I would say that um, when we talk about it like especially from a woman's perspective because we're women we understand women right yeah. like it doesn't mean that we you know we know everything about everybody because we all have different experiences different backgrounds but by nature there are things that we all just share in common and god made us that way and i think when we go into a situation in a circumstance where we recognize that and we're willing to be the bigger person um and whatever the scenario and the bigger person let me clarify the bigger person does not mean <laughs> the doormat the bigger person yeah. does not mean that i don't draw that boundary the bigger person just means that when I have the opportunity to do what I could do to really, you know, like destroy someone or to really put them out there, I'm not going to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm going to take the, the more road. mature yes. road because it's, you know, it's just not that deep. You know, I'm not getting into cat fights. Yes. And so what I've learned is to allow people to choose with how they want to live their own lives. Yes. And if part of that is disrespecting me, then I'm just going to remove myself. <laughs> yes, I know that's right. We were just talking about that yeah. earlier, like the strength that comes with just your silence. Self-restraint. Like, the strength yes. for self-restraint. Yeah. Yes. And it's not like silence, like you don't say anything. It's yeah. just, I see it, I peep it, and now I will move accordingly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and that itself will speak volumes to you yeah. because you'll no longer have access mm -hmm. in the way that you once Come did. Come on, access. Yeah. Deny. Deny. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Passcode in error. Error. <laughs> now, that's a 2023 for me yeah. right there. Like, deny. Like, wait a minute. You know, how you like, wait a minute. I, I, I can recall several times when I'm like, the kids will call me, Mom, what's your password? And I'm like... What they can't get in a Netflix, good, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, I think that's great, um, and I think we should really um, consider all of that when we're thinking about like relationships and and helping other women. Because I don't know, I've been over women's groups, I've led women's ministries, I've did women's conferences, and um, I don't know, I've had kind of like bounced around with what the future looked like because I, I if I can just be honest I told guys I'm not doing another women's nothing like I they're the same everywhere I go you know mm, and yeah. I had no that was just my mentality yeah however you know God would deal with me and he would say you know but there's still people that desire yes, help there mm. are still people who are mm. hungry for wisdom you know what I mean and and then I always think about what if God did that to us you know what mm -hmm. I mean like I'm just so, so tired true. of you chick like you other. are getting on my nerves <laughs> yeah the grace I tell you right so all of that to say like there has to be some holy divine guidance for me personally in all of that because you don't want to be stuck in a situation like you said where you're bitter you're offended all the time you're yeah. angry but then you also don't want to be stuck in a toxic cycle where you're calling it love and yes. you're calling it, you know, 
potential. I mean, we all have potential. We, put I, all- ooh, <laughs> I say that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, we all got potential. Yeah. Like, I don't like when people be like, oh, I saw potential. It doesn't matter if it's a if it's a boyfriend. It doesn't matter if it's a best friend. It doesn't matter. We all have potential. And then, and it's literally like a seed that never grows. Like, mm-hmm. that seed, you knew what you planted it for. But if it's not in the right soil, then it's not doing nothing. You know, yeah, it's okay. just, like, you got to grow at some point. And, you know, it was even with old friendships. Like, and people think I'm harsh on myself or I look at it the wrong way. But they left me because I wasn't growing into the person they saw me to be. Mm-hmm. And there is a reason for that. And it taught me so much. They weren't mean. Mm-hmm. They knew what I had. And I was stuck in the same cycle over and over and over again. And I'm, like I said, I'm very self-aware. Mm-hmm. So I knew my faults when I was with those friendships. Of course, they weren't the uh, divine friendships that I needed to help me grow. Because I do mm-hmm. believe that some people kind of help you get to that next level as well. As well as, it's like iron sharpens iron, right? But I do also believe that there's something I could have taken from that. I wasn't in the right soil. We were out not living holy lives at (laughs) at that time, you know, which is a work in itself. Righteous lives, though, like, you know, like doing the work and, you know, their definition of doing the work and my definition of doing work, it were two different things, but they still taught me something. I was still Mm -hmm. able to get something from that. And I realized I was in the wrong soil and now I'm in the right soil and I'm flourishing mm-hmm. in my mind, in my body, and in my soul. Like, I'm constantly being renewed. And whether that's friendship with Kaylin, whether that's speaking to you, whether that's speaking to my mom, whether that's the, the covering that I have for my church, whether that's me actually saying, Turquoise, you're slipping. Like, mm-hmm. get it together. Yeah. It's all of that, all in one. And I realize, like, it doesn't take just one person. That's why I said community is important. We it's need good. each other. Like... There's so many times I'll isolate myself and I'll be like, this is what God wants. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. For Mm -hmm. a brief second, maybe, yes. But Mm -hmm. not for a long time because that's where the enemy will go punching you when you're in your your corner. Self-pity. And you punch it on yourself. You got got the enemy just attacking you. And you're Mm -hmm. like, well, why, why, why? You know why. You Mm -hmm. left a covering that you needed. Yeah. We need community. And that's another form of being stuck, right? Being afraid to commit to... um, communities you know what i mean and and let's be honest we have legitimate reasons let's not pretend that we don't have legitimate (laughs) reasons let's just keep it 100 one thing about this like you keep dropping me i I can't break one more time i'm a snap right (laughs) literally snap (laughs) (laughs) and so let's let's say that there are legitimate reasons and so that's the part that i love and why I, i really love conversation why i just have immersed myself in the communications world because I think when you have dialogue and you have conversations you're able to see different perspectives you're you're able to hear different perspectives and you understand the why there's always a why yes. and then that's the social work part of me where I'm putting on that hat and I'm saying okay we know Johnny and Sally did xyz but why mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I can't fix Johnny. I can't fix Sally. But I can give them the tools mm-hmm. to work on themselves. I can help them. And so I think part of being unstuck, to your point, is having the proper tools, which includes healthy friendships, a healthy community. But when you don't have that, right? When yeah. it's not healthy, when it's toxic, you can get to a place where stuck feels safe. Yes. Stuck mm-hmm. feels comfortable. comfortable. Yes. True. Stuck means I'm not dealing with... I'm still in pain because I'm isolated and we weren't created to be isolated, Mm -hmm. 
but it's not the level of pain that I was dealing with when I was constantly being body slammed. You know what I mean? And so I think those are things that we have to process. And even when we go through those type of situations, again, we're all women of faith. We have to go back to the source of just our being and say, okay, God, is this a, a place for me to trust again? Yeah. And I believe there are That's times good. where God will will tell us, no, this is just, you know, this is temporarily, you're just going to be connected this intimately, you know, just for a space of time. It doesn't mean that they're going to turn your enemies because you're not staying with them, whether it's a job. You know, I've had great opportunities. I'll use a, a career as an example. And I made decisions to say, you know what, I'm going to end this contract or I'm no longer going to continue to work with this particular group or organization. It didn't mean that I hated them or that I disliked them, but I knew I had that check in my own spirit. Like the time for this collaboration is up. It's time for you to move on. And then God showed me, sometimes it wasn't even immediately. Sometimes it's been like six months, a whole year later like if you would have still been attached to that, you would, wouldn't would have been able to accept this opportunity mm-hmm. because you would have had the commitment to that. And the person that you are, I'm not going to just drop a commitment that I've committed to. I'm going to, you know, see that unless it's totally toxic and I yeah. just have to breach the contract. But <laughs> there's been times where I, you know, where I would have to kind of reevaluate like oh should I should you know should I be doing this or should I move on so God knows that about me you know when I say I'm gonna do something if I'm committed I'm committed but when most times when I have felt most compelled to exit a situation a job a community a city whatever um it wasn't necessarily anything directly happening it was all internal and so a lot of times people would say, well, why, you know, when we, when we moved from Michigan to Tennessee, the mm-hmm. big question was why you got, you know, your husband has a great job and you guys are doing all these amazing things in the community. You're an adjunct professor. And, you know, I even had a couple job opportunities um, on the table at that time. And, you know, to people, it's like you have deep roots here, you know, you mm-hmm. know, people and you have opportunities and so on and so forth. But the check was in our spirit, like, you know, it's time for us to transition. It's time for us to move on. All of that to say, to detach myself from that, oh, that was hard because it's like, you know, this is easier. Like, I know the community. I know the people. Mm. Um, not all were receptive, but I think that comes with any territory. So, but just, it would have been comfortable. Yeah. But then I would have never seen this part yeah. of my life. But Kayla would have never, I mean, you guys would have never met. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look, Turk was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I just thought about that. But you know, your obedience. Mm -hmm. Because you felt a check in your spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's literally what the word was yesterday. Like, yeah. And I was thinking even when you were talking about like how you can be stuck in like solitude because you want to retreat. They're really both work, but one is like with grace and one is with no grace. Because mm-hmm. yes. if I say, if I say like stuck in a situation of just being in solitude, I don't trust nobody. You're really working harder because now you are dealing with all these things on your own and you're not moving. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're still working for the wrong thing with mm-hmm. no avail. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're working on yourself internally, unless and you're going through all these transitions and they may be hard. 
at least you're working towards who you're supposed to become. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the, it's that whole quote of each work is hard. Do you want us? Which poison, yeah. Which which work do you want? want Right. Right, because either way it's going to be hard. Exactly. And that's the beautiful thing I think about being women of faith is that we literally, like, even down to our prayers, we don't even have to think about it. We can just kick back and let the Holy Spirit kick in. Like, I don't think we realize, like, how dope God has set things up for us. Like, the scripture that has resonated with me probably since I first got saved at 18 years old was the Spirit makes intercession for us. Like... Mm. We don't even have to think. We don't know what to pray for as we ought to. The spirit just kicks in. Like, you don't even know what you what to say. Just yeah. let me do this. Like, we literally... Autopilot. Literally autopilot. Like, and I think that's just beautiful. And I think that's a big game changer for those of us who have that foundation. Um, there are people who have great morals and values. And I think God's principles work. You, you don't have to be a radical Christian for principles to work. The world... If we're just a lot of the stuff they take you principles know, and kind of they, they pull it from the scriptures. Yep. They're lying. <laughs> so and you know and it's fine. You know it, we need all of these things um, that that are happening in the world. We need doctors, lawyers, all of this stuff. Um, we need the intellectual. We need the spiritual. We need all of the above. However, at the end of the day, we know that you know spiritually speaking, like that's literally that's our gps system mm-hmm. like that's our dna yeah u-turn um caution yeah so and i think a lot of people don't understand that that missing component can really make or break what your future looks like mm-hmm. and, and and that's why i tell people all the time when i hear about things that happen in the news you know i have empathy i have sympathy but i also always think about um people's foundations and their belief systems and what's their why you know what I mean because again if it's performance if it's you know even myself like being the first in my family to do so many things there was a lot of unsticking that I had to do you know breaking all of these generational curses yes that's amazing the first to do all of this stuff but people don't understand the mental warfare that comes with that to Mm you know reprogram my mind to think differently reprogram my mind to just see the world through a different set of lens all of those things take work but also get to a place where I'm not doing it to prove anything too you know Mm -hmm. because that can be a whole nother thing that really just kind of have your mind chained up because you're like okay I have to prove that I'm not like you know what st- statistics said the family should turn out to be you know mm-hmm. statistically you should be this you should be on drugs your eighth score was eight plus and you should so let me just prove to y'all that I'm, that's not who I am once you prove that then what do you have left so my faith and my why has to be bigger than just proving a point yeah and so I think as we move into this new year we really have to really do like self-reflection of the things that kind of have chokeholds on us to things that are holding us um, in our minds. And then as we're detaching from them, what else are we going to, you know, attach ourselves to? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, and it makes me think about even, you know, growing up with um, family histories and why I never was into drinking and smoking, not because I was so good and so great. I just seen what it did to my families. Mm-hmm. And then if I could be honest, now that I'm older, I said, man, there was, Caitlin told me this all the time. Mom, you just like to be in control. But it did. <laughs> it I did. I where she gets that from. <laughs> it did, like, 
developed that mentality in me where like I, I can't be in a, a, a mindset where I don't know what's going on with me. Like yeah. anything that's going to impair my judgment, I wasn't doing it. Yeah. And so even though that was good, it still wasn't because I just wanted to be led by God at that time. At yeah. that time, I needed to know what was going on. And so that has worked in my favor when it comes to business and um, other areas of my life. And then it hasn't, you know, when it comes to other things. And I have to fall back and be like, okay, you don't have to always know what the next move is going to be. And you don't have to. So, and, and, and it's funny because I'm very particular and very intentional just about people that I allow to get up close on me. And not before it was from a place of, um, not trusting and all that but now i'm okay with it and god has given me much clarity even in the scriptures um in terms of just not being loosey-goosey yeah you know what i mean like i'm a very kind person but i don't feel like i have to x out my personality and scan before you know just to prove that I'm a woman of God. It's yeah. like, no, you sizing me up and I'm also sizing you up too. Right. Sis. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, those are things that I've learned. Like it's just a part of who I am. And I think the body works together in that way. Even my daughter, like Kaylin will tell me like, mom, okay, calm down. And I won't even be doing nothing, but she's like, she, I'm, I'm her mama. Yeah. So she knows. And my face talks a lot. Oh boy. And my so, mom's too. <laughs> and then vice versa, you know, yeah. Kaylin's the, the caring love, you know, God is dope. And I'm like, he is, but he and or she is crazy. You yes, know? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, yes. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> so all of that to say, I just think though, you know, we could talk about this forever, but I think going into just, you know, a new year, just a new season of our lives. These are things that we'll be probably having this type of, undoing and unlearning until we either pass on or you know jesus come and get us whichever happens first um oh jesus let me be fixed by that time (laughs) but i'm just saying like we're we're going on to perfection we're never just not in need of saying okay god i need guidance okay god i feel stuck here you know that's just why we need the holy spirit but all of that to say um i think going into the year with just a mindset of you know doing that decluttering and just getting rid of the things that we're holding on to. Excess. Um, when we moved, you know what? That I'm, I don't know that I would ever put those pictures out. But we took pictures of when we cleaned out our basement. We had lived in that house for almost 20 years. Wow. And we just had stuff that I was just hanging on to. Like, I don't know, whether it was sentimental or... You know, things that the kids had when they were little, then we had to go to the garage. We rented this big dumpster and I got rid of stuff because we couldn't bring it all here. That's a word in itself. And so I had to get rid of a lot of stuff. I thought she was talking about, let me get rid of these extra bags. I'm thinking it's a prophetic. Okay. And she talking about a real, like in real life? No, real life. We had to like literally go through all of these items and get rid of stuff. And so those are things that I was just attached to because it was familiar. It Mm. was something that, you know, why do I need Kaylin's sock from when she was two? 
You know, it's, <laughs> it's just like, not literally, but I'm it's just saying true. it's like, what are you going to actually do with it? Right. Like, Take a picture of it. We yeah. live in a world of technology. If I want to look at the sock, I can go in my Google Drive or, you I know. deliverance because that's something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we still have sentimental items, but there were things that was just like, why, why? do we have all of this stuff? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. And that was one of the things we said when we moved here. Um we knew all of it wouldn't fit in here and the place that we're going to be in. Let me not put that out on podcast. I was just about to say it, but the, the play, you know, just what we plan to do while we're here, we knew that the new places and the new life that we are creating and building, um, we couldn't bring all that stuff with us. We had to let a lot of that stuff go. And we do have a storage here, but it's very small. My husband keeps telling me don't overbuy. Because, you know, this place that we're in now, this is temporary. We're only here temporarily. Don't overbuy. Because all that stuff ain't going to fit in this little storage. And he got that little storage on purpose. <laughs> yeah. To make sure that we keep things that need to be kept. And the things yeah. that we need to, they were seasonal. Let them go. So That's good. Any last minute thoughts, ladies? No. <laughs> I had a great time. Yes. Talking to everybody. Just yes. make sure you don't bring anything old into this new season right right yes and guard your mind yes like guard your mind because i think that old stuff will always try to creep up Mm -hmm. oh for sure when the the new that's coming is not quite tangible just yes Mm -hmm. and the old stuff like you said because it's familiar and comfortable you'll easily want to retreat funny thing is though when you go back it don't even be the same it don't be the same it don't even hit the same yes but it's like how you said like new uh, moving into a new space like you gonna want new furniture yeah new decor Mm -hmm. like who wants to take old stuff and just outdated stuff into new places like yeah. And I think, too, that's why I'm probably into, like, clothes and stuff. Like, and Kaylin, you you definitely took that on as well. Like, She's and turquoise. turquoise. Like, I think we all are very fashionista-ish, <laughs> you know, in that way. And I like fresh. I like, yes. you know, I'm like, I have one life to live. I'm not wearing a birthday outfit from 10 years ago. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get a new it's outfit. <laughs> and i do not feel guilty for that y'all hear this in this podcast we ain't guilty for this like we We deserve it like we embrace all of the 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 that comes with being a woman we we the high maintenance all of that it's fun (laughs) trust me you want you want women like us yeah yeah. clearly okay you can totally come Come sit with us come on in confidence (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying no i love gotta walk in it yeah Yeah. i absolutely there's so many people who aren't Mm -hmm. but to your point Kaylin, the whole the things that will pop back up in your mind I think it goes back to what Torquest was saying is the community piece I think yeah. that's how you keep yourself balanced and checked is you know really being intentional about not allowing yourself to go isolate because mm-hmm. that is so easy to do for all of us myself included Oof. that introverted side of me I'm like, do I gotta talk to people today? You know what I mean? Like, you irritated both all of y'all. Yeah. I'm just going yeah. home. Yeah, it's I'm a going wrap. home, I'm yeah. going to sleep, going in my cozy closet. Yes. And that's... going to pray, and that's that's it. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's healthy when you have those moments of, like you said, you temporarily, you do need those times of, you know, self-reflection and awareness or whatnot, but don't forsake the community that, I, that God gives you, and um, be okay with who he 
who he sends because sometimes we we want to package stuff the way we want to package and he's like that's not what you need like mm -hmm. you know some people i hang out with them and i have a great time with them but i would never have these type of conversations with them because it would be stale and i'm just gonna be honest like it just wouldn't have the depth that i'm looking for right because people today they need real answers yes like, they don't need no shallow you know, I just went to school and I just worked hard. You know, they don't need that type right. of conversation. So they, nothing happened in that? Right. Happened. Like, you just, yeah. just, man, you superhuman. Okay, you know robot. I mean? <laughs> right, clearly. So those aren't the kind of conversations that I desire to have. And those are conversations, honestly, I just refuse to. I'm not wasting my time putting together exactly. podcasts. Yeah. And it's shallow and fluffy and it's no, you know, reality to it. We will talk fashion stuff. That yes. will be forthcoming. Because I do intend, y'all, to do one clearly on just like fashion tips and just yes all of that stuff so we, we're gonna jump into that but we wanted to start on a serious note so that you know you can be unstuck first because we want to make sure your mind is clear before we start talking right. about because then we will want we you need to fly to match your mental come on yes. I know that's right. <laughs> upgrade season okay yes, yes. Right. so on that note we're gonna end that your fly gotta um match your mental y'all yes. <laughs> yes okay maybe a topic for um the next podcast which i intend for it being kind of fun and whatever have you and i hope to have caitlin and turquoise again i yes. think we could do this again maybe even invite somebody else we'll see how how things work out but thank y'all i really appreciate it and i am so looking forward to talking with y'all again thanks for coming y'all thanks for having us thank and you for having us don't forget it's someone's birthday this month oh, i wonder oh, yes. who that is, oh, yes. is. <laughs> y'all see pictures okay okay all right peace out y'all bye Hey chicas, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode as much as I did and I can't wait until the next one. As always, I endeavor to bring healthy, organic, authentic conversations centered around all things women, a healthy mind, a healthy body, and a healthy soul. Y'all know how we do it. Let's get it. Let's go. Until next time, peace out.